What does rain mean to you? to another episode so what you gonna cancel me I'm your host with the most rage in the cage that would be Eli Cage and um I'm gonna touch on I guess a part two if you will to my first segment that I did called Hi Mom uh, talking about part of me growing up and I guess you could say the negative aspects of a lot of trauma that I experienced. And uh, I recently had a conversation with my sister not too long ago. And um, my mom, quote unquote, I personally don't feel comfortable using that term, so bear with me, uh, came up in the conversation. And it made me realize a lot of things even with the negative, you know, she is a sick person, she is a, a very conniving person, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, she's a saint, blah, 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 I'm not going to enable and justify the things that she's done to me, and, and trauma that she's caused amongst me and my family, you know, but I will give credit where the credit is due, there were some few times which, you know, there were good memories that she did help create. And as much as I talk about the negative that she's done and how much, you know, pain she's caused, I do want to acknowledge the good, at least, you know, because I feel like that's only right. I don't want to say fair, but that's only right. And that's just, you know, me at the end of the day, because there are some parents who are foul and don't do nothing at all. Like worse than what I got, you know, because I don't want to make I don't want to make it to seem as if the the story and the experiences that I've encountered a 
are just unique to just me. And it, all of all of that entirely is not true. Just you know, I'm not the only person who's dealing with problems. Clearly, you know, but I I just wanna. This is my way of making peace. In a lot of ways, you know, and maybe other 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 young men who have been in my circumstances can try to make peace with themselves too. Not for they for they for their parent, you know, but for themselves so they don't go around being angry. So that way at least they know they got that off their chest and they could be at peace. You know? And um I'ma start off like uh, I said before in a couple of other podcasts growing up that Prince was very prominent in my household and that's what we used to listen to a lot of growing up. You know, Purple Mom will, will go get so many copies of Purple Rain whether it be on VHS, DVD, I can't count how many cassette soundtracks she didn't got, how many CD soundtracks she didn't got. She didn't purchase, got whatever, you know what I'm saying. Or oh, and that's just the Purple Rain movie soundtrack. We're not even gonna get into his whole catalog, cause his whole catalog was crazy. Like this woman was such a super fan. Like I don't know how the hell she did it, but somehow she got his high school yearbook, and like that's how. Like, cause I I kind of seen pictures of Prince on the basketball team when I was younger, and I'm like. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. And then, you know, years down the line, like, when I seen these yearbook pictures, this was like 1990, 1991, 92. Like, I was young, three, four, five years old. And, you know, Charlie Murphy come down 10, what, 10, 20 years later with, you know, Dave Chappelle and Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories and Prince playing basketball. Like, all of that was legit, even though he went on Oprah and verified it himself before he passed. So... It was that, so uh, and and I grew up on Purple Rain. I know that that movie pretty much backward and forward now, you know, with sound effects and everything, and um, it's just it's 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 a good memory to to recall amongst the madness, if you will. One of the good memories that I'm gonna touch on in this episode today that I have encountered. You know, um, so there's, there's that, so I kind of started off with that as a little bit of a tribute and, and homage, if you will, you know, he dedicated the song to his father, I'm dedicating this to Purple, you know, I'm still, even though I'm, this is me making peace, there's still certain things I'm not comfortable with, and that's part of the healing process, and, and so, yeah, dedicate this to my mother, or whatever the case may be, and, um, it might come, I might have came across as, okay, you know, you don't really care, I do, but I don't, you know, like I said, this is mainly for my own peace, and, um, so, yeah, uh, there was, um, a Christmas where Power Rangers, this was, I think this was maybe 92, I was five, six years old maybe, first, second grade, where everything that I got for Christmas was Power Rangers, like literally everything, you know, I had a Power Rangers sleeping bag, I had toys, Megazords, like they had, they used to have these like little play sets 
back in the day where it would be like a a box or something. Like they used to have the morphers back in the day, the Power Ranger morphers. And so like the morpher was a playset inside and you would have like a whole little backdrop. And they did it for different characters. They did it for Marvel, all different types of superheroes or whatever. And you have like a little a little Power Ranger and then you have like a little enemy from a particular episode or a particular main antagonist and you could have you know create like your own little adventures with these to- you know with these little toys or whatever so there was that and it was like the big megazord and then they had separate each each entity had like its own zord if you will like okay if you know power rangers at least the OG Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day, you know, there were five, five Rangers equal five Zords. It, it originally, you know, you had the Megazord, Tyrann- Tyrannosaurus, Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Sabertooth, Tiger, Tyrannosaurus. Pretty much in that order was the way that it went. And they all had these different Zords correlating with dinosaurs. And they all would come together to make this one giant super mega, you know, super robot called the Megazord. So then further down the line, they had this, this this guy, the Green Ranger, named Tommy. He was originally a bad guy. And um, he had this thing called the Dragon Zord. And the, long story short, he ended up becoming a good guy. And then you could take the Dragon Zord and put it with the Megazord and then make the Dragon Zord. So then that was like a whole big other thing. And then like further down, they introduced this other thing called Titanus, which is like this Brontosaurus joint where you put the... The Megazord with the Dragonzord inside Titanus, and then you get the Ultra Megazord. It was this whole big thing. It was it was huge. It was huge back in the day, and like every, every pretty much everybody wanted to be like Power Rangers, like in Power Rangers for the most part. And um, I got those I got those things to be able to win, you know, in in enjoy. And I think that was the the same Christmas I got my Sega Genesis. And that was a big deal because that was the first video game that I've really, you know, that I've gotten at Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, dealing with the system, it was a whole big thing, but we just focused in on the good. And, you know, she got that for me for Christmas, and I appreciated those, you know, I appreciated those times and those memories. And even just looking back at it now, you know, we would struggle, you know, with bills and whatever the case may be, but... I would have a certain amount of time, you know, generally either Friday or Saturday night from either 9 to 11 or 10 to 11, I could play my second Genesis for two hours, you know, and, you know, because you had to save money on the light bill, you know, and, and um, those were, those are those are some good times. Uh, there was another one where I remember um in 1990 either eight it was late 1998 because my sister was pregnant with my nephew and she had pretty much just given birth because he was born just before christmas and i think maybe was it the year prior so maybe it was 97 when i got the when i got my playstation uh whatever year the million woman's march was Either that was 97 or 98, I got a PlayStation, you know, she would, my, uh, purple, my, what a hustle, she would always, you know, she was always about that money, 
we'll say that, you know, if, if even if she wasn't in the rat race, so to speak, working a nine to five, she would be selling scarves, jewelry, whatever, any way to hustle up money, if you will. Not, you know, scamming because some people, when you, oh, you a hustler, you trying to scam people. Not nah, like she was just trying to make a living a lot of ways like anybody else out here, you know, at least that's the way it would be seen. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, she, we went to Philly, she hustled during this March, and she got all this money up, and she got me a PlayStation, you know, for doing good in school, because I wasn't a bad kid, so to speak, I did get into trouble and fights, you know, being provoked and a lot of things, I could have went about things differently, but when you're young, Seven, eight, nine, ten years old, eleven, twelve, whatever the case is, you really don't know. You start that's when you start to know better, but you really don't know know better. And um got the PlayStation, was able to, you know, and enjoy that step up, if you will, as far as gaming is concerned, from going to sixteen to thirty two bits and trying to keep up with the Joneses because everybody was either up on PlayStation or Nintendo sixty four or Sega Saturn at the time and I was lagging behind on you know genesis so to speak so it was nice to, to to get that and be able to keep up the pace for a little bit and um but uh uh mainly the uh, two two big standout uh memories for me that um i, I always really cherish and i always see as bittersweet moments in time because those were genuinely good moments where there wasn't no trauma there wasn't no you know malicious behavior those are just genuine mother-son bonding moments you know and i wish there were a lot more of those but i appreciate the times that i do have now this time being uh february 26 1999 and um uh, I, I might have said the story before about when the window fell on my head and that being in the same night that the Rangers won the Stanley Cup and the significance that team has with my life after that event and even that entire series growing up. But February 26, 1999 was my first Ranger game that I've experienced live and she took me. It wasn't from a program. It wasn't from anything from school related. Like she took me. It was me and her. Like, she got money and said, okay, I'm going to take my son to a hockey game because he likes hockey. So I, appreci I appreciate that. I really do for so many reasons because she joked around with her friends when we got home. She, oh, you know, child, you know, me, me and Eli went to, the, went to go to the Ranger game at the garden. You know, we was the only two chocolate chips in the arena. And, you know, it was just so funny, but yeah, we had a good time, and he was enjoying himself, and it was, it was, it was, it was beautiful, because I did, you know, and, um, the Rangers won that night, yeah, back then they was playing the then Phoenix Coyotes, now they're the Arizona Coyotes, and, uh, Manny Malhotra, the Rangers won 3-0, the Rangers, um, Manny Malhotra, who is, uh, uh, who was a former player, NHLer, player of color from uh, Mississauga, Ontario, one of the first black players that I really discovered and, you know, learned about that was in the league. Um, 
scored twice, and uh, I I can't remember I can't remember to this day who scored the third goal. I'm not sure if it was Adam Graves or something, but I do remember this. I actually got to see Wayne Gretzky play on like in person live before he retired two months later as a New York Ranger and for hockey to be such a significant part of my life those were that was a that was a a moment I can never forget and I owe that to her so I appreciate I appreciate that and I and I thank you you know um for for that experience that I can never get back um we got a shirt afterwards Kevin, we like I said, we really didn't have a lot of money, but we she we got tickets, and that was that was good enough for me. Of course, you know I'm young, I want souvenirs, I want jerseys, and you know everything. Couldn't get that, but we did get a a t-shirt, just a general t-shirt from the team store. You know, New York Rangers with a hat, like a uh, not a hat, uh, a helmet, a little bit of a gradient on it, and I still have that shirt to this day. It's 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 tattered and weathered and worn, but I still have it, and I can still fit it. Oddly enough, um, so yeah. Uh, that was one. Uh, the other was um, uh, back then, WWF, what is now WWE, uh, house show in uh, the summer of 2000, roughly. And uh, we went to the garden again. And that was the first time I saw, that was my first ever wrestling, like, live event like house show and uh to go and experience that to go like have fun and even just go experience certain wrestling events that was going on around the time you know, like, cause uh, they the WWE before then, like I said, it was WWF. They had a restaurant, WWF New York. You go, you can meet some of the superstars or whatever and, and watch, you know, some of the programming that they had, whether it be Sunday Night Heat, old pay-per-views. They used to have this show back in the day, Live Wire, that was like a, a recap of everything that happened during the week. And we would go up there sometimes and uh, just just to enjoy, just to, just to enjoy ourselves in the time being. This would be in Times Square, which is now... Uh, the Hard Rock Cafe on 44th and Broadway, right on the corner, and um, I, I I appreciate I appreciated those times and those memories, you know. Even uh, I did just this is it just uh, especially with wrestling because wrestling has impacted my life so much. It, it a lot of these things might correlate with this conversation. It was a time in 1998. Uh, Halloween Havoc. If you're a wrestling fan, you know how horrible Halloween Havoc '98 was. But uh, for me, that was that was that was um, very special because during that time we didn't have cable. So and you know Halloween Havoc was only on pay per view WCW at the time. The only time, only way I was able to watch it was they have would have a WCW Worldwide on the weekends on Channel 9, so they would talk about events that was upcoming and so on and so forth and keep you up to speed with the storylines. And, and and so the night of Halloween Havoc, we went to the laundromat. 
and it was a laundromat sludge buses that wasn't too far from where we lived and she was cool with the owner or whatever and so we go in there we go and she start you know she starting the laundry and there was like three tvs in the laundry for everybody to watch so there was like the news or some sitcom on or whatever and then the tv just changes and then there's like wrestling on and it's like you know it's like it has the whole mat halloween havoc wcw nwo snickers and i'm like oh my god like I'm totally freaking out because I'm like I'm gonna miss this and what was so big about it for me is I was a big Sting fan and Sting was a part of the NWO Wolfpack and then there was that but more or less you had the 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 the, the return match so to speak between Hollywood Hogan and or Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6 from, and I was like I get to see this like oh my god because I never had I did, we didn't have cable we didn't have pay-per-view so I was I was hyped I was ecstatic even though the end was horrible I don't Think she ever got the money back because it ended when uh DDP and Goldberg was having a world title match and you know we couldn't get you know couldn't finish the pay per view but it just just to go there and experience going sitting up to the counter and watching Halloween Havoc on the TV pretty much like I pretty I guess I could say she paid she she paid them to put on a pay per view for me but like she pretty much hijacked the laundromat. <laughs> For me to watch wrestling, you know, and uh, and when you're young, you don't really think about those things, and I guess you take it for granted, and you appreciate it as you get older, and you recall these memories. So, uh, thank you, thank you for that. Um, there is there's not too many people that uh, I've come across that I could say. She's had a, a a a positive inflection and impact on, but there is one person, and she introduced me to this person in uh, two thousand and seventeen, and this person is very near and dear to me and special because they've helped me with a lot of struggles that I've been dealing with over the years and even dealing with my mother you know and even that's bittersweet because in a lot of ways this man has helped save my life and the program that he's affiliated with and the people affiliated with this program have helped save my life now who am i talking about uh the cuny fatherhood initiative at laguardia community college um I I would say led by Mr. David Spiel. That 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 man right there is the MVP for a lot of young men in New York City and maybe beyond, you know, with the work that he's done in terms of keeping young men off the streets and out of the system. And uh some of the other folks in in the program, like uh, my my boy Jamie, my my homegirl Miss Tracy, uh, Charles, Raheem, Beth, I I I ain't forget all of y'all. I ain't forget all of y'all. Y'all 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 really near and dear to me, and I wouldn't know none of you if it wasn't for this lady, who is my mother. You know, so I appreciate. I I thank you for that. Um. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. It, yeah, it just got, yeah. Um, so, 
the good memories as far as what as far as um how have these people helped me since i'm 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 shouting them out you know being in this fatherhood initiative program they've helped me with resources you know being a single father you know taking care raising it raising a raising a son pretty much by myself for the most part with my sister helping me you know they would help young men who might have been struggling on the streets get on the uh, G get 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 back in school whether it be a high school equivalency or GED or even getting them into college and helping them get there in in get their get their feet wet in terms of doing the right thing and staying on the right track you know helping them try to find jobs and careers to keep themselves focused and out of trouble you know so and and I, I appreciate them you know I, I, they've they've always been there for me and listened and helped me out when I needed it and I, I could never thank him enough I can never really repay, repay him enough so I want to you know as, as much as I'm saying this is about purple I'm giving them they just do too because of the interaction that she introduced me to this this program and these people um yeah, those are the good uh, memories that I can that that have occurred in my life as far as dealing with my mother. And uh, I started off with Purple Rain because that was her favorite movie. Well, I guess shouldn't say it was because she's still here. Well, as far as I know, I don't know. We don't keep in touch, but as far as I know, she alive and kicking, doing whatever she do. It's just you be, you do whatever you do, and I'll focus on me from here. Whatever love that I may have or have had for the things that you have done growing up for me, you know, grow, for me growing up, you know, even though she wasn't the best, she made sure we had a roof overhead, we have clothes on our back and food on our stomach, even if she really didn't do too much of anything else. Bar, you know, with the things that she has done, the things that she did do, you know, like I said, they were few and far between, but these were the things that she did do, so I'm not tr going to try and turn this into, oh, she didn't do X, Y, and Z, this is on the positive things that she has done, that I'm, I'm trying to, that I'm focusing on, doing my best to focus on, and, um, you know, just, uh, appreciate those things, I appreciate what you've done, as far as creating those memories for me, you know, because, you know, they say make the best of what you have. And this is what I'm doing. And I just have to love you from, you know, love you in my heart from a distance. Despite the disappointment, hurt and trauma that I might feel toward you. you know, I, I'm, this is this is me healing. This is me closing my chapter in terms of really not being angry and resentful because of what happened uh you know it's messed up i gotta i gotta move i gotta move on from it and heal from it and that's what i'm doing and i'm not angry i'm not bitter about it no more i'm still sad of course i'm gonna be sad you know as a son you always go and love the person who brought you in this world and sometimes we could always wish that 
the relationships that we have with our parents could be better. And sometimes we got parents that are sick that they don't want to realize it or they don't want to listen or they don't want to get the necessary help that they may need. And we as the children can't change that as much as we may want to. Because though our parents are our first introduction to the world. So the first impression of the world that we get is pretty much through our parents. The way the parents treat us, we feel, is the way the world is going to treat us. Because that's, you know, if you understand what I'm saying? So I thank you for listening. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, want you to stay sh- I want you to stay strong, stay positive. If anybody's dealing with parental issues like this, you know, focus on the good memories that you have with them if you can. You know, if there are any good memories. You know, because like I said, I've I've had it pretty fucked up, but there's always somebody out there who had it worse. And it's not, oh, woe is me. It's just trying to find peace with myself and try to help people find peace amongst themselves. So stay strong, stay positive, stay beautiful, stay productive, you know. And I don't know if anybody told you this, but I love you. You're beautiful and you're amazing and all that extra jazz. Y'all have a wonderful day.